And okay, so how does diet affect your well-being? That is the the topic of discussion for today. Uh, so we, you know, being pseudo adults, have a mild interest in diet, um, especially because we're getting older and we need to worry about, you know, uh, how we feel in the morning or if if we can even get up from bed in the morning. Uh, so. Diet is important in this regard. Now, I'm I feel like, so I feel like, okay, so just off of the things that we eat every day, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's interesting to see how, how those foods affect us in certain ways. So, uh, for example, uh, just now we had um, some takeout um, and it was primarily vegan. So it wasn't anything that was super... Uh, unhealthy uh, or super you know uh, high in cholesterol or any any of that type of shit but uh, you could start to feel the effects especially now you know now right. we're sleepy you know yeah. we're groggy yeah. and going down so well, what is it about these foods that that just make us so lethargic or it makes you feel a certain way after well uh, especially from what we just had uh, now which was more kind of like an Asian fusion, I guess you could kind of call Delicious, it. by the way. But it yeah, was, it was... It was great. It was delicious. Yeah. I had pad thai. It was wonderful. Um, however, you can now certainly feel... Did like, you eat my brownie, by the way? I did not eat your brownie. Okay, I did, good. I did, on top of the takeout that we got, also made cinnamon rolls. Nice. So we're really on a roll here talking about health and wellness. Um, this is a great day to do that. But... Um, we can definitely now start to see how dehydrated we are after that meal, right? Because it was so high in sodium. You don't notice it when you're eating it, but you definitely feel it afterwards when you start just feeling like a pruny little raisin. I think, yeah, I mean, uh, for me, it, it it's sort of a different feeling. I just feel really tired afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel somewhat, uh, you know, dehydrated, like I need to drink a little bit of water, but uh, maybe because that's part of... Uh, partly due to the sodium, mm-hmm. high sodium in, in, in the food uh, that makes you feel thirsty. Um, but, you know, for example, I had I had a sandwich with, uh, with like, some rice and stuff on the side. Um, is it just mostly due to, like, eating a lot of carbs that make you sleepy? It honestly just kind of depends on, on the person. A lot of people do very well on high-carb diets. A lot of people don't do well on high-carb diets, and they have to rely more on a protein-heavy diet. And there's people that need a balance of both to be able to function. It really just depends on the individual person. So maybe for you, you're not really used to eating that many carbs throughout your day, right? Like the most you'll have is maybe some brown rice, um, at lunch and at dinner, for, but most mm-hmm. of your food is uh, com- yep. comprised of protein and, and vegetables, right? Fiber-rich foods. So when you have, you know, something like perhaps a white bread or something a little bit more refined like that, that's a little bit higher in carb, you can start to feel your body really struggle to digest and process that type of food because you don't have it often, right? Yeah. And, and just to give some background to you have most of the knowledge in this area because you're actually a nutritionist, right? You're... I'm not a nutritionist. There's an important distinction to make here. Well, so I'm a health coach. A health coach, right? right? But that's basically like a nutritionist. No? It's not. And, and a lot of so nutritionists, explain the differences. A lot of nutritionists would get mad at you. So 
Um, I am a health coach. I graduated from um, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, um, and I uh, went ahead and took the board exam, so I am a, a licensed certified health coach. Um, there's in, in the area of nutrition, and this is narrowing it down, like watering it down a lot, but there's a dietitian, which is a board regulated uh, professional, right? So that is somebody that is overseen by a board. They have to kind of stick to very strict guidelines of what they can recommend um, to, to their clients, to their patients. Then you have a nutritionist who is not under any kind of uh, board supervision. Um, and then you have health coaches, which the way that I kind of see us is that we breach the gap between perhaps your nutritionist or dietitian and the client itself. So we make the information a little bit more digestible and we really kind of keep uh, our clients or our patients accountable in their journey of health, whatever that may look like for them. So, so crafting specific diets for, for various people. I work with people to uh, basically achieve their health goal, which I know is like infuriatingly vague, but basically um, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable prescribing somebody a, a specific diet, but I can certainly work with you to tweak your diet to see what works best for you. Um, mostly because I don't think that uh, obviously, unless you know, you're in dire circumstances. So if, if someone came to you, for example, with high blood pressure, they mm -hmm. came to you, uh, with, uh, with a particular heart disease, um, or something to that effect, some type of illness, and uh, they tell you, hey, my diet pretty much has been um, just basically eating like fast food every day. Uh, I have fried chicken uh, for lunch, you know, every day. Uh, maybe a hamburger for dinner, and then when I get home, I eat a bag of potato chips and some soda, and, you know, I'm off to bed. Um, you know, you're saying in your job, you don't necessarily prescribe or, no. or, or, you know, adhere them to a specific diet per se, but you can switch around some things to help them achieve, maybe to, to lower that blood pressure right. or, or to reduce the risk of that heart disease or just get them healthier. Uh, right. So in a situation way. like that with a patient like that, that would come to me saying the majority of my diet is fast food and I have all these um, health concerns and these health conditions, I would first and foremost say, you know, I hope that you're working with your primary care physician. Um, we would like to run some basic uh, blood work in order to make sure that you know you're stable and you're doing okay if you uh, are in need of any medication uh, that you continue to take that medication um, you know we would never ever recommend somebody even though I'm in the field of like more holistic so to speak I would never recommend somebody to to go off medication and, or and anything you know, like that what's, but, what's interesting is that uh, you know, now that we're talking about sort of health coaching and, and, you know, the career surrounding that, there are a lot of people that have sort of gone through this career path and uh, most of them have been somewhat, uh, they, they've been either plant-based or, or they've, they've uh, promoted or marketed themselves as being plant-based and then they've gone and done a complete, you know, 180 and then all of a sudden they're eating meat again they're eating animal products what why is that what do you think that some people have marketed themselves as being plant-based especially in the beginning and then 
afterwards they're they're going back to eating meat and right. and uh, other stuff. So this is a subject that I can talk about for hours, and you've when whenever this happens, you've heard me talk about it forever. <laughs> um, but uh, I I'm someone that you know I'm I'm in my early twenties. I grew up within the social media YouTube kind of culture of influencers, and I followed a lot of them. Some of them went all to the, the woke ones, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Some of them even graduated from the school that I graduated from, right? And, and that school is? What's that school? Uh, Institute of Integrative Nutrition, right? They're, they're, uh, they graduated as health coaches as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to name any names because we don't want to be salty. So <laughs> we're going to keep it classy. Um, but I think that uh, vegan influencers sometimes market themselves as vegan or plant-based because it is a trendy thing. It is a hot word to say that you're vegan or that you're plant-based. It's immediately going to attract a certain amount of attention to you. Um, the other reason is that they might genuinely have gone towards that diet with the best of intentions. They felt good for a little while. Um, and then they started doing the diet either incorrectly or incorrectly for them. And they started feeling ill and they decided that maybe this was not the diet for them, right? Everybody is different. Now, if you had asked me a year ago why these you know, vegan influencers are no longer vegan, I would have died on the hill of veganism is right for everyone. They're just doing it incorrectly. Um, and I, I don't die on that hill anymore, right? I've, I've grown as a person, as a human, and I understand that everybody is different, so... Yeah, I think I think for some people, you know, going back to what you said, right, is that they've gone in with the best of intentions, and uh, for some people, they're able to to see and feel the results once they go plant based. Uh, if you're coming from, you know, the meat eating world, and and you want to try something different, maybe you feel like uh, this will help you in in gaining some of the results that you're looking for, maybe losing weight or or even bodybuilding. There are vegan bodybuilders now, for example, and and. You know, they want to cut out a lot of the, the dairy products, the meat products, because of sort of the, the benefits of just eating, uh, you know, vegetables and, and, and right. eating some of these, these specific carbs, too, that, that are helpful for you. Right. Um, you and it know, works it, for them, and they're doing great, right. and that's wonderful. But, I mean, in my experience, though, I mean, it, I have no issue with, with just eating plant-based, but, you know, for me, I, I'm always hungry afterwards, so I have to eat more. Mm-hmm. That's that's one thing that they don't tell you is that now you have to eat a lot more than what you're usually eating. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing too is that uh, for the most part, mo- most of the foods you're making are they're they're hopefully they're whole foods. You know, you're you're making rice, you're making uh, beans and stuff. You know, not necessarily high processed stuff because in you know you, you can try to substitute uh, the proteins for like maybe some mock meats or whatever. But those are those are also unhealthy too. They have high fat excess, content yeah sure um for so example am, beyond burger has the high coconut oil they you know we have a lot of coconut oil um you know most of these most of these meats too they, they don't necessarily taste very good um unless you 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 add it with something else or you uh, spice it with something else uh, I, i'd say we have a pretty good we've had pretty good luck in the mock meat um arena when it comes to it's taste. it's better it's it's right. more it's more believable than it was Right. years ago right but, there's but no... if you were to tell me uh you would have put like a beyond burger in an actual burger in front of me i could tell the difference and i think right. i think most people can right but they're surprised once they eat the beyond burger because it's like wow i didn't know that you could actually do this 
Right. And that's good. You know, you're 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 convincing people now that this this type of transition is possible. Right. So again, yeah, mock meat has come a long, long way from where it used to be, and it definitely tastes a lot better now than it used to, you know, ten years ago, um, back when I stopped eating meat. But it's you know there's no getting away from it being a processed food so like we talked about beyond um meat burgers have a ton of coconut oil uh we like a brand called no evil right it's it's really good their seitan products are really good but it's really high in sodium Mm -hmm. so these are things that you should use sparingly in your diet they should not be the main thing of that meal yeah, they should yeah. not be a mainstay in your diet stick with whole end, foods right because at the end of the day those are highly processed foods you do want to stick to whole foods now it's 2020 right we're surrounded by packaged processed foods there's no way around it there's no getting away from it i'm not saying that processed foods are evil i'm just saying that there should be a moderation uh in these products you should approach those um in a moderate context you shouldn't really make them the main part of your meals um but again you know if you want a cupcake have a cupcake just maybe don't have 10 but um okay you know it's again i wouldn't even really call myself vegan now i'd say i'm more i don't know labels are tricky man Labels are tricky. I definitely don't eat meat. I don't think I ever really would. Um, I haven't since I was 16 and I'm, you know, I'm 27 now, which is crazy. Uh, So I I don't really see myself eating meat every now and then. I eat something with maybe a little bit of dairy in it or a little bit of egg in it. I've had a few bites of that cuatro leches, tres leches cake that you keep getting because you're addicted to it. Why do you feel like, okay... uh, and we can go on about, you know, you being vegan and, and, and I'm sure there's plenty of reasons why you feel like you want to be vegan and you want to stay being vegan and that, that's okay, that's fine. But you, you notice this transition a lot of people are making back to eating animal products. Do you mm-hmm. feel like it's because the diet itself or the lifestyle, right? Because it's not just a diet, it's a lifestyle. It's not enough for them. They're not consuming enough. Uh, do you feel like it's because necessarily they they feel like this is a way for them to market themselves as uh you know a premier brand you know a healthy brand and then behind closed doors what was that what was that girl's name the one that they caught eating they caught her ass eating fish we're not gonna mention or eating eggs or something and then she was eating fish but we're not gonna mention names yeah yeah because we're not salty fuck her because because she's she's not right so she's not real so the issue uh, with her the issue that i have personally with her mm -hmm. That, because I do have an issue with her. Was and the, the, and fact the other one, the other one that was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm vegan and I'm, I live in Hawaii. Right. And, um, you know, at the end, her ass was now eating, what is it, that she's eating eggs now? Or, or what's she the She went deal? on the carnivore diet. Oh, the carnivore diet? Right. So Fuck that. She didn't eat vegetables for like a good long while. <laughs> what an asshole. Okay. But the issue that I have with those two influencers. At least be real. I mean, at least right. be, yeah, be real. Like, then. Those two influencers in specific, I have an issue with. And I don't have an issue with the fact that they're no longer vegan. You know, whatever. Everybody's on their journey. Do you. But the issue that I have is that these two influencers 
promoted extremely unhealthy vegan diets <laughs> like like i i kid you not they what, were eating, what was so unhealthy about the diets they were they were promoting? just eating literally leaves with like cashew dressing like there was no protein was there was no balance yeah. of like carbs protein fats like it it was it was yeah, nothing sounds pretty boring and so then they come up with all these issues of you know i have mold intoxication i haven't had my period and like for however many months it's like of course you're not you're so malnourished like you're so lacking essential nutrients and vitamins and and macronutrients and calories of course you're gonna have all these adverse health effects like how could you not but the thing that gets me is that they not only promoted these diets they sold these diets oh yeah they yeah, made yeah. plans that they sold through their websites plans and they made money they right. made money off of these, right, these right. diets promising so. people like you're gonna reset your body or my favorite fucking diet word detox your body mm, yeah <sighs> okay this is detox this is tea. listen yeah. this is a personal rant okay if you have kidneys that function well if you are able to sweat from your pores if you have a functioning liver if you're breathing in and out right now that's your body detoxing whoever sells you anything that has the title of detox is selling you absolute fucking bullshit it's a dream your body detoxes naturally it doesn't need the help of a laxative or whatever fucking diet someone is trying to sell you that's just that's not it's so infuriating it's so infuriating but they make money they make money out of people not being aware of of their own health and not and being confused in their own health journeys and that's that's what yeah. infuriates me is that they got off these very unhealthy diets months in advance but they were still selling these incredibly unhealthy plants and this is part of a larger issue right it's not just vegans and it's not just about people right. promoting plant-based diets these are people promoting like healthy lifestyles in general right and part or of it pseudo healthy lifestyles. yeah part of it is due to social media and how people consume the content so um you know i i feel like this is just part of a broader issue i don't mm -hmm. think it's going to go away anytime soon at all no as as long at as all. companies and as long as you know people are developing these products and and bringing them out to people for them to buy. Uh, you're, they're going to find a way to promote it. And, you know, unfortunately, these these people are sort of like uh, the conduit to do that. They want to stick these products next to them and say, hey, you know, if you want to be like her, then use this. I mean, that that's pretty harmful to, to people that actually want to get better. But, um, right, and it, it, it sucks because, you know, most people want to be healthy that's just an, a natural truth most people want to live the best life that they can it's just that a lot of us didn't get that education nobody sat us down at school and it's like hey you know this is how this is the basis of how you should eat right we were never taught that we were never given that that baseline education of food and so we kind of you know after we become adults we so just who, kind of <laughs> who wasn't taught how to eat right what do you mean none of us were taught how to eat right how did did you have a class in school that taught you you yeah, know I what did. class was that <laughs> i had i had uh i had science class i had um health and nutrition I in high school i had plenty of classes that sort of went into 
you know, what are the foods you're supposed to eat? I and know. this is like a recurring thing that goes on, especially if you're if you're going through the school system. You know, they try to. I, I do give them that credit. They do try to educate you on things that you should be eating. Now, educating someone on what they should be eating versus now they go to lunch and you're having fucking pizza right, right in the lunchroom, right. and they give out sloppy joes, right. they give out you know uh, mozzarella sticks. Yeah, that's a uh, that's somewhere. completely exactly that's completely different <laughs> than whatever the fuck they're peddling. Right. Um, but they give us the information. Well, They're I, just bad. They they suck at, at you know, following never, it. I never had nutrition class. I never had health. I, I mean, I had a health class, but it was mostly, you know, the birds and the bees kind of talk. But it, it was never, I was never sat down and, and, you know, taught like, hey, these are macronutrients and these are micronutrients and this is what you need, you know, as a human being to survive. Like, it was just kind of I like. Mean, yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, for the most part, the, the information is there for you to, the staples, right, uh, of what you should be eating. Uh, you know, drinking lots of water, mm-hmm. eating fruits, eating mm-hmm. vegetables, you know. Um, now, mind you, like personally at home, I had a very dismal education of nutrition. <laughs> well, that's because your parents ate shit. My parents? Yeah. My parents, okay. Listen, my parents ate shit because they come from a country where like food wasn't readily available. So when they got to the United States, they didn't understand like what a calorie was. Like they legitimately didn't. They didn't because their food didn't come in packages with calories. Like they just ate what was available to eat so that you didn't starve. And that's kind of the mindset that they came to the United States with is that we just eat whatever. Right? But whatever they're doing they're doing good. better now. You know, they're doing a lot better well, they than they did to, before. Right. Because right. Because they're getting older. Right. They're getting older and they have high cholesterol and they, they have all these issues now because they didn't take care of themselves when they were younger. And I think you and I see those things um, and, and we start to get concerned for our own futures. Because, I mean, your parents are in, in relatively good health, but your dad has had a few scares. And yeah. Kind of I mean, think, I like, mean, for the most part, yeah, the, my parents haven't been. They, they haven't had a lot of health problems per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's good to see, especially with, with some of your older relatives, you know, how you're going to turn out. For mm-hmm. example, if, if you see your relatives balding, that gives you a good idea. Hey, I, I have probably the gene that I'm probably going to bald right. later on <laughs> in my life. Right, right. So, you know, it's, it's always good to see. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely interesting also to, to view sort of that aspect, right, of, of how people view nutrition and, and how we're sort of gravitated towards finding that one diet that's going to bring us all the happiness. When, when in reality, you know, you're in charge of that happiness and how you uh, treat your body and how you consume these foods to help you uh, when you need it. Um, mm-hmm. so, so, for example, uh, if someone is like in a deep depression or if they are, uh, I don't know, low self-esteem or, you know... Are, are there any foods or are there any like vitamins, nutrients and stuff that they can consume to help them overcome or at least deal with uh, these particular uh, illnesses, right? So when it comes to depression and um, just overall mental... Because, you know, everybody now in quarantine, they're, they're feeling some type of way. You're getting the blues somehow. Right. And, and, you know, you don't want to be sort of gorging on fast food and you don't want to be gorging on unhealthy shit. Right. Especially now you want to keep yourself, uh, you know, relatively healthy and, and, and moving around, getting exercise, you know, anywhere that you can and, and just making sure that, you know, you're, you're able to get through right. um, but also, you know, what we're going through now. Yeah, but also give yourself a little bit of grace, right? Because this is a hard time for everyone. This is this is probably a hard time for you. Um, so if you 
you know, are eating pizza and you're eating cupcakes. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I once in a while it's fine, but right. I mean, you know, what I'm saying is, you know, how do you, how do you uh, keep your body and your immune system strong enough for you to continue on day to day? And, you know, maybe at some point even fight, you know, uh, COVID or, or, or any particular illnesses or viruses that might come out of this because, um, you know, you have to keep your body at 100% no matter what, especially now, right? Right. So there's no magic bullet. There's no magic food. There's no superfood or... No, know, no. Kale is not going to We're not, this, we're, you know, I'm not but, asking for a superfood. Right, what I'm asking but, for is what are some foods that could help out? Right. Common sense nutrition is is really like what, what like vitamin c right so, okay you know common sense nutrition is really what you need to worry about so just concentrate on getting as much fresh produce as you can in in your day in your diet um the other part of it being whatever protein and carbs you feel comfortable with but fresh produce is so important vegetables and fruits have such a high content of not only vitamin c but other essential vitamins and minerals that are really key in keeping your immune system uh, up. One vitamin that I always specifically harp on you for is uh, vitamin D, which is greatly tied well, to... I get plenty of sun. No, you I don't. go outside. You go outside for like three on seconds. On my balcony, I go outside and I get plenty of sun. He goes out 12 for... 12 p.m. is hot, okay? Right. Hot as fuck, he goes but out, I get some sun. He goes out for like a minute and a half and then comes in and says That's it's enough. hot and then, you know, yes. stays in the air conditioning. That is enough. It's not enough. Um, vitamin D is very important and it's very tied to your mood, to depression. So if you can't go outside and get some sun, try to take a supplement, a vitamin D supplement. Um, it's really, really important for mood uh, stabilization. And if you suffer from, you know, mild depression or even seasonal depression as we're heading into fall and winter, the sun is not going to be out in, in a lot of northern parts of, of North America. Um, so that's a vitamin that's really important to keep in mind, especially for those who suffer with seasonal depression. Um, but overall, just, you know, if you can get sun, that's wonderful. Um, eat as much produce as you can. Uh, concentrate on eliminating a lot of processed foods. And just, you know, beyond that, maybe try to aid your immune system with some herbs that have been proven to, you know, up your immune system a little bit. Um, I'm going to pronounce a lot of these wrong echinacea echinacea yeah that mm -hmm. thing sure um ginger of course ginger i was gonna ask ginger yeah i love ginger. yeah yeah those are good you know little supplements now they're not gonna cure you they're not gonna be miraculous but they are gonna give you a little bit of a boost to your immune system but i think that the best medicine is always your diet so try to keep your diet unprocessed high in vegetables high in fruit and just, you know, do the best that you can. Give yourself grace when you do not meet those standards per se. If you're depressed because the world is on fire and you need a brownie or a cookie, eat the brownie or the cookie, the world, you know, we might get nuked on Tuesday. Like, who the fuck knows? Like, have the cookie. <laughs> you're going to be fine. But um, it's a balance. It's a hard balance to find, especially in these times, you know. Just do the best that you can. That's all that we can ask of ourselves and of everyone else. You know? Cool. All right. Well, uh, any last remarks? Any last words? Just take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. 
um be kind to others even if it feels real goddamn hard right now um maybe unfollow some you know uh racist relatives on facebook if that makes you feel okay, better well yeah that, that's another topic entirely <laughs> we can talk about that after but uh, uh that's okay all right cool well until next time until next time <laughs>